0: You're listening to the Consultant Program Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Nagel. I lead our consultant program for the Americas. Thanks for joining us. Voice biometrics. Have you heard that term or heard what it can do for a contact center? Recently, I was talking to Joanne Finney. She's our sales leader here at Genesis for Canada. Well, she told me about it and suggested that I produce a podcast and interview Quinn Agin from Amelia. Amelia is a company that's part of our app foundry. Well, I did just that and learned a lot during my conversation with Quinn. I found out that voice biometrics reduces fraud, improves customer experience, and greatly reduces call handling time. So let's join that conversation now. All right, Quinn, thanks so much for joining us today. Listen, before we get into voice biometrics, tell us a little about Omelia
1: and about yourself so omelia is a conversational ai company we come from the world of speech and natural language and essentially our our core offering has always been virtual assistant conversational ivr powered by great natural language understanding and speech recognition so when we created version one of our proprietary speech recognition Speech to text engine uh, back in 2014, it made total sense that, you know, beyond just having great speech to text capabilities, why don't we couple that with voice biometrics? So rather than just transcribing what somebody's saying, we're also looking at the voice print behind what's being said. As far as myself, I've been with the company now for, uh, it'll be uh, coming up on eight years here shortly. So, you know, I've seen the company grow. I was employee number six. Today, we're reaching 300 employee count. We just raised $20 million uh, in a growth fund uh, last month, uh, actually in the middle of COVID. So, you know, we're we're poised for some hyper growth now. And uh, I think a, a big part of that uh, is really uh, going to be voice biometric. We're seeing a huge uptick in interest around voice biometrics in addition to the the conversational virtual assistant suite. And what's your role with Amelia? Yep. So uh, my role is VP of business development. So primarily I'm responsible for, of course, managing our direct sales team and team of AEs, but also uh, responsible for our partnerships. We've been uh, an app foundry partner of Genesis. We became an app foundry partner uh, just last year. So far, it's been a great partnership with Genesis, and you know we're, we're really looking forward to making it a big success for both of us.
0: Now, that sounds great. So my first question for you is where and how are you seeing fraudsters operate today in the contact center?
1: Great question. So first of all, not all of our conversational IVR deployments are are deployed with voicebound metrics. We have many customers that, you know, take what I would say is the traditional approach to authentication, right? So what is the traditional approach to authentication in the IVR? Well, what's the last four of your social, you know, please give me your 16 digit credit card number. What's your zip code? these are all you know challenge question based authentication strategies sure. um and what we're seeing and and this you know this applies not only to uh, it applies to any ivr right and, and even any agent experience right because if you think about it authentication in any call is really the key to any type of transactional or meaningful service that you're going to give to your customers right i mean Beyond, you know, an FAQ announcement like store hours, if I want to get my balance or I want to, you know, transfer some funds, you need to, you know, we need to identify the caller. So where we're seeing a lot of fraud today is actually within these IVR applications. And and why is that? So there's there's a typical fraudster strategy uh, which is referred to as social engineering. Social engineering or reverse engineering in the context of an IVR can be done within the IVR and also on the agent side. So for example if you had a banking customer, uh, I'm sorry a bank that um, you know when you call in uh, let's say they cycle through two or three authentication questions they'll ask for uh, your zip code the last four of your social security and your birthday. And every time you call in, they ask two, but they cycle between three or four questions. Right. One thing we've seen is that fraudsters will skip and hang up on the questions that they don't like, or they don't easily have a way of guessing and basically, you know, try an infinite number of times to find out. For example, your zip code, right? Because if I know that you live in New York State and I know that you live, you know, in this county, there's only so many different zip codes that I, as the fraudster, need to try out until I, you know, figure out which is the right zip code. Uh, and you can see this. I mean, you can see these types of patterns with the naked eye, um, where fraudsters are calling in. They're calling in literally an infinite number of times and you know attacking assets whether that asset be a credit card a checking account there's many different assets that a fraudster can attack but the first you know your first layer of security are these challenge-based questions which really at the end of the day you know i can go on the dark web and find out the last four of your social security or i can you don't even need to go to the dark web to find someone's birthday you can find that on facebook at the end of the day, within the IVR, the you know that first wall of defense is quite breakable from that standpoint. Uh, and then, you know, if you think about all of this within the context of the agent side, right? Once once the caller is on the phone with the live advisor, let's say, for example, I need to find out something, but I don't necessarily have all of the information. I mean, I'm sure we can all relate to times that we've been on the phone with companies and. You know, I didn't remember who I put was my best friend in first grade, or I didn't remember, you know, whatever the, the, the secret question was. i I've forgotten the answer, and that's normal. So if you think about how, you know, the method of operation of fraudsters, let's say once they get through an IVR or they skip an IVR, and now they're on the phone with an agent, now they have the ability to pull at those emotional strings of the agent and basically get information out of your, you know, out of your advisor. Sure. So at the end of the day, you're basically relying on your contacts, your, you know, your call center agents and their discretion, right? To understand whether or not somebody is, you know, being fraudulent and and you know, taking advantage of them from that standpoint. Sure. Listen um when we spoke
0: before you mentioned that voice biometrics can improve the caller experience
1: and, and can you elaborate on that Absolutely this is a great one because traditionally this is you know this is going to resonate for anybody that's you know worked in the contact center industry for a long time there's always been you know a cost savings versus user experience paradigm right where essentially traditionally cost savings and user experience have essentially been uncompromising adversaries, right? So in general, there are very few technologies out there that offer both cost savings and a better customer experience. One such technology is, of course, conversational AI, right? I mean, at this point, I think everybody in the industry understands why conversational natural language understanding is a better customer experience than directed dialogue or even touch tone. But- The second technology that exists that, you know, contradicts this traditional paradigm is, of course, voice biometrics. So, you know, if you think about everything that we've discussed from the customer perspective, right, I mean, so far, we've mostly been talking about fraud. But if we flip that coin, and we look at the side of what is the experience like for the customer? Well, all right, you have my phone number. And, you know, I'm calling you you know, however often a year, once a month, two, three times a year, four or five times a year, but still you make me answer the same two or three questions every time. Not only that, maybe, maybe you're asking me for my 16 digit credit card number and I don't have it on me. Or maybe you're asking me for my member ID for my healthcare plan, but I don't have my healthcare card on me. Right. So there's a lot of scenarios where, again, going back to, the you know uh, the situation where the norm is challenge questions based on some type of knowledge whether it's your 16 digit card number your you know last four of your social it's authentication is by virtue of itself a it's a it's a friction point in any type of user experience and this is not only applicable to the ivr but you know any when you log in on your mobile app when you log in on the website i mean the step that requires the most out of the user is authentication. I mean, once you get into your account, you can click around, you know, you can look at your balance, but really the hardest thing for you there was putting in your password.
0: You know what I mean? I was going to say today I I reached out to a -a rent-a-car place. I typed in the IVR, all my numbers, my rapid number, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Then the agent comes on and didn't have any of it. I had to to re-verify again, which was
1: frustrating. So I'm relating to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the other one. I mean, the, the fact that, you know, you go through these authentication steps in an IVR and then you get to the agent, like, you know, it never happened. It's like, all hey, right, well, why, you exactly. know, why did you guys asked me all of those things before if it wasn't going to be worth anything? Yeah, so, you're, you're going to say about biometrics though, huh? It, it's yeah, safe, so, huh? so the way that the, the approach that we've taken to voice biometrics and, you know, traditionally with some of the incumbent offerings, voice biometrics, if you think about it, as a solution in the IVR, it's always been uh, my voice is my password. So you, you, know, you come into the IVR and if I wanna use voice bio to authenticate you there, you have to say, you know my voice is my password at ABC Bank. Uh, this approach has largely failed basically because again, it's a cumbersome experience for the caller. I mean, you just feel silly saying my voice is my password every time you come into an IVR. But in addition to that, there's very low enrollment rates. Why? Because it requires active enrollment from the caller meaning that when during the enrollment period when we're creating voice prints, you have to get the customer to you know repeat my voice is my password five times and people have lives you know like when we get on the when we call our, our companies, we want to get done what we wanted to get done and get off the phone and get on with our lives. So the approach that, that we've taken at Omelia is we have a passive, and text independent voice biometric solution, both for the IVR as well as for the agent side. So it's one technology that can be deployed within an IVR experience or in the background within the agent experience. And the reason why we can do the authentication in a passive and text independent manner is because we leveraged deep neural networks to get the time required to have a verification score on a live speaker stream just down to three seconds. So if you think about any IVR application, you know, if I told you I need 20 seconds of th- or 30 seconds of speech to authenticate somebody, you're never gonna get that in an IVR. Right. You're, you know, you're gonna be lucky to get five seconds of speech even if it's a conversational IVR application. And so that's the approach that we've taken. We actually blend the voice biometrics into the conversational IVR. So you start the call with the how may I help you question. And by virtue of the customer answering the how may I help you question, they have to speak. And because the customer is speaking, we're going to get a sample of their voice. And with that sample of their voice, if they have a voice print on file, if we've enrolled this customer in the voice biometric program, then... The green light clicks and they get on with their day they can get self-served in the ivr or when the call goes to an agent the agent sees that this customer this caller was authenticated with their voice print in the ivr additionally you can deploy the same technology on the agent side so let's say you might have a customer that has a touch tone ivr and they don't want speech in their ivr that's fine we can put the voice biometrics in the background and install it in a way, implement it, excuse me, in a way that for the agent in Genesis Cloud, for example, as they're speaking on the phone with the customer, they'll have a little box with a rating, right? That says, I have a true high confidence score in green that this is, uh, you know, the person that it's supposed to be. So don't bother that customer asking any more authentication questions, just provide the service. So what's the success rate?
0: The um, accuracy rate for your voice biometrics was very high. What's that? What is it?
1: Yeah. So when we look at accuracy with voice biometrics, what we look at is the false acceptance rate. And uh, we actually, in our last, our most recent deployment, we achieved a false acceptance rate of only 0.2%, which you know, if you look at, you know, industry articles on bound metrics and even things that come out of universities, a, a 0.2% false acceptance rate is, 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 is quite unheard of. So it, it really cannot get much better than that. And that's just looking at the, let's call it the efficiency of the voice metrics in doing its job, right? In, in saying whether or not the voice on the phone is, is a match with the voice print that we have on file. If you, if you look at it from the standpoint of business benefits, I mean, we've seen reductions in authentication time of up to 90%. You know, if you assume for a second that traditionally your agent handling time for authentication, easily it's 30 seconds. I mean, we've seen, depending on, you know, the strategy that a client may have employed in their IVR or with their agent, the time that it takes to authenticate a customer can vary anywhere from 30 seconds to 120. So we're talking up to a whole two minutes of saved average handling time on a per call basis, right? And so if you have millions of calls per year, I mean, that's a huge ROI. So it's it's worth not only looking at, you know, the, the technical accuracy, but also the business benefits, right? So, yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, you're obviously, like
0: you said, part of the app foundry, Um, How can your solution be leveraged for there's Genesis Cloud, Engage, Pure Connect customers? How can they leverage your solution?
1: Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we, as you said, you know, as we've discussed, we are App Foundry partners. So, the great thing about this offering is that uh, everything can roll on Genesis Paper. And uh, how can it be deployed with Cloud Engage and Connect? Uh, essentially, if the customer is interested in deploying voice biometrics within an IVR application, it would be necessary to discuss how we're going to get the voice stream in that IVR application. Again, normally the approach that we take to get that voice sample is just to ask, how may I help you, right? Because with that, you're not only getting the voice sample, but you're getting the intent, right? So you're, you're driving value, both from an authentication perspective, but also from a CX perspective, because, hey, I don't have to go through, you know, six different menu options. I'm just telling you what it is that I want. And, you know, you route me there and, oh, by the way, I've also been authenticated. With Genesis Cloud, Engage, and Connect, we can also deploy on the agent side. So with that, we would basically design the solution to stream the audio of the customer and the agent on the phone, and both for the enrollment and the verification, look at that live audio stream and essentially create a area on the agent desktop that feeds the agent in real time, the voice biometric score as the customer uh, is speaking and as the score is being generated by the solution. Very good.
0: Well, hey, this has been fascinating. I I do want to ask, you know, on behalf of our listeners, if they want to find out more about Amelia and about your solutions, what's the easiest way?
1: Yeah. So if folks are interested in finding out more, and we would certainly be you know, happy and excited to to discuss with, with anybody their questions or comments around the solution, you can just shoot an email to hello at omelia.com. So that's hello at O-M-I-L-I-A.com. And yeah, we'll, we'll be looking forward to, to working with the teams and we already have a, a lot of great opportunities uh, with a couple of key Genesis accounts that are you know looking to to get this deployed here over the next quarter or so. So uh, I'm sure that there's more uh, you know there's more where that came from.
0: No, oh, absolutely. No, it's been it's really been fascinating. Thank you so much for your time.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me. And um, you know, this is great work you're doing with this podcast. I think it's a, a great initiative. And um, I look forward to, uh, to talking to some of the listeners here today.
0: All right. I sure learned a lot from my conversation with Quinn, and I sure hope you did, too. If you'd like more information about Amelia, our app Foundry, or anything related to Genesis, don't hesitate to contact us. You can reach us via email at consultantrelations@genesis.com. Thanks again for joining us, and have a great rest of your day.